Hello and welcome back to Talks with Walks. This is episode 15. Well, I already got it made at the 15. Today is February 23rd, Friday, February 23rd. And uh, yeah, I got a pretty good episode slated up for you guys today. Uh, I say that I don't really have that much planned besides talking about pickup basketball. And first up, I want to do uh, some Waves Faves related stuff. Wave a Docker if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you're familiar with some of my Waves Faves stuff. Yesterday, I, I did it the first episode of season two of Waves Faves. <coughs> where I went through, like, I'm going to do, like, two to three nights a week of going through NBA games and, like, picking a winner and then picking, like, one stat that I think is, like, a pretty surefire, like, thing to happen. And it's not, like, exactly betting advice, but it pretty much is framed exactly, like, how a lot of betting channels and stuff do stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, what, what I got planned. You know, stuff will eventually, you know, formulate as the show goes on because, you know, I, I just want to keep this show kind of, free-flowing and let, it, let the show develop as it, as it goes on but yeah so that's episode 15 let's start it up but yeah so I got I got my book right here so these were my picks going into last night February 22nd the NBA slate there are a lot of games and it was like a 20 minute video so it wasn't that bad so let's go through my picks so I did Kings over Spurs Wemby three plus blocks Magic over Cavs Garland seven plus assists Pacers over Pistons Cunningham 25 plus points Knicks over 76ers, Maxi 2 plus steals. Raptors over Nets, Claxton 12 plus rebounds. Mavs over Suns, Luka 37 plus points. That was the craziest one. Celtics over Bulls, Porzingis 12 plus rebounds. Pels over Rockets, Ingram 25 plus points. Clips over Thunder, Holmgren 3 plus blocks. Nuggets over Wizards, Jokic 10 plus assists. Hornets over Jazz, George, Keontae George 6 plus assists. And Lakers over Warriors, Curry 5 plus threes. Let's just go into it. So I already see the Kings won, so that's perfect. I'm going to go through the wins first. So the Kings won, the Magic won, the Pacers won, the Knicks won, the Raptors won, the Mavs won, the Celtics won, the Pelicans won, the Thunder won, so the Clippers did not win, the Nuggets won, the Hornets won, and the Warriors won. Okay, so wow. So out of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Out of 12 games, I got 10 picks right. That's pretty impressive. I'm pretty proud of myself. Now I'll get into the stats. So I'm really curious to see how these stats ended up panning out. So I had Wembenyama 3-plus blocks. He had 5 blocks. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I think he almost had a 5 by 5 Yeah, he had, <clears throat> what was he? he had 8 rebounds. No, he didn't. No, wait, I'm looking at Wemben. He had, yeah, he had 5 blocks, 5 steals, 4 assists, 13 rebounds. 19 points. Wow, only one more assist he would have had. Five by five, pretty crazy. All right, so that's so that's two for two on the Kings game. Magic Cavaliers. I had Darius Garland seven plus assists. This felt a little dangerous. He had ten assists. Perfecto. Then I had Cunningham twenty five plus points. <coughs> he had thirty points. Nailed it. Tyrese Maxey two plus steals. Let's see how he did on that. Bet. He had no steals. Womp womp. Claxton, 12-plus boards against the Raptors. This is kind of, I don't know why I picked the Raptors to win and then have Claxton 10-plus rebounds, but whatever. Darius Cla- or Nicholas Claxton had 10 rebounds. Womp womp. And then 37-plus points was my probably my most dangerous like thing. Because, like, Luka had 41 points. Nailed it. God, I'm good at this. Uh, Porzingis, 12-plus rebounds. This one felt a little... A little iffy as well. Kristaps Porzingis had four rebounds. Wow. 
Come on, Chris Stapps. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 25-plus points in the Pelicans game. Let's see how that panned out, if it did at all. What? Is he injured? I didn't see him on the injured list. Well, okay, so that didn't pan out at all because he did not play. Well, whatever. Chet Holmgren, 3-plus blocks. Let's see how that does. <clears throat> he had three blocks on the dot. Nailed it. I think Jokic had like 15 assists because he had like a 15-15-15 game or something. Something crazy. Yeah, and he was 10 for 10 for the field. He's ridiculous. But yeah, he had 15 assists, so 10 plus assists. Nailed that. Keontae George, 6 assists. Uh, Well, the Hornets won, so let's see how Keontae George did. He had 5 assists. Come on, Keontae George. Now I know what it feels like to be a gambler and my parlay doesn't hit. And then Steph Curry, five plus threes. I feel like he would. He had 32 points. They won. Let's see. Six threes. Awesome. Okay, so let's go through how many I got total. Because I'm, I'm pretty impressed with myself. So let's see here. So, yeah, so this is Wave's Phase Season 2, Episode 1, NBA Slate 222-24. You can find it on my YouTube channel. <clears throat> but, so, like I said, there's I went 10 for 12 in games, right? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, so 10 for 12. And then I went 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 7 for 12 on picks. So I went <coughs> 17 for 24. 17 for 24. Which is pretty dang impressive, I think, for my first time. And I'm very familiar with the NFL or the NBA. Like, because, so for Waves, Waves Faves previously, previous to this, it was Waves Faves NFL picks each week. And I'm much, 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 much less familiar with the NFL compared to the NBA. Like, I'm a, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I am, in terms of, like, my favorite teams, like, it goes Orioles, Eagles, Sacramento Kings. But in terms of my favorite leagues, I'd probably say the, like, the MLB and NBA are, like, ten times. I care about them ten times more than um, the NFL. Like, I'm an Eagles fan, but I won't sit down and watch, like, an NFL game. If it's just like a Sunday, like one o'clock slate, and the Eagles had a bye or something, or like they played on Thursday, like I'm just not a big NFL guy as much as I am like an MLB guy or an NBA guy. Like, I, like I, I can talk ball a lot more in the NBA than I can in the NFL. But so, like I've been, I've been a, a a fan of the NBA for seven or eight years. Like I've been paying attention to stuff, picking up my ball knowledge, and I've been a Kings fan for that same amount of time. But yeah, so I'm pretty impressed with myself. Seventeen for twenty four is pretty good. I I would like to. Cause it's tough because it's like, obviously, like, like, like I, don't, I don't gamble or anything. And obviously, if that was a parlay, like, a, imagine a 24-leg parlay. That'd be crazy. But, like, I don't know. Because the, the two games that I didn't get right or the two toss-ups, like Clips and Thunder, that was, like, the closest, like, matchup predictor. Like, it was, like, I think they, it was, like, Clippers favored, like, 52 to 48. And then the Warriors were favored, like, 60 to 40. So those are, like, the two closest games in terms of, like, the, the like the team's comparability and like they were very close and very similar so I'm pretty proud of myself for picking a lot of those games like uh the Hornets was an upset I think I think the Magic was an upset uh the Knicks were an upset too like I, I did a pretty good job with that so I'm pretty proud of myself but yeah so that's Waves Faves season one season two episode one NBA slate I'm gonna try to do that like two to three times a week but yeah that's uh that's the Waves Faves I'm, I'm, I'm actually really really impressed with myself for how well I did on that one 17 for 24 is not that bad and, like, the only, like, egregious uh, missed picks for, like, the stats were, like, 
Porzingis didn't get anywhere close to 12 rebounds. Claxton was like two rebounds away. Kante George was like one assist away. So it's like I, I, I did a pretty good job. And that's really cool. Uh, other YouTube stuff. Uh, this week, so last Sunday, I recorded Week in Music number seven. And I was like really, I, I was like kind of like getting tired of the formula. Because like what, what, what's been happening is I'll listen to three or four, three to five albums a week. And then what I'll do is I'll just take note of what I listen to. And then on Sunday or Saturday, I'll record myself just going through them and just and just kind of basing um, how I thought about the album just based on what I remember of because like I'll listen to an album on Monday and then talk about it on Saturday. But what I'm what I've been doing this week because I was like I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick of this formula, it just kind of feels lazy and it doesn't feel like I'm really like that invested in these albums and I'm just kind of like basing it off of like one like moment that I remember instead of just like being like fresh off the album and then doing a review. So this week, what I've been doing. <laughs> is the day of my listen I'm going to rec- I've been recording myself and like my reaction to the album. So I've been like, all right, I'm going to listen to um a King a King Crimson album and then like 10 minutes after the fact, like after I'm done listening to the whole thing, I'll record a short video of me going through it and I've been doing that with all three of the albums I've listened to this week. I might do one more album today. It just feels much more authentic and it feels like I'm I'm going to be able to get it more um deep and nuanced um takes on the albums and like obviously like week in music i've i've constantly expressed this where it's like i'm not making i'm not making that like i'm not a music youtuber i'm just like someone that likes doing varied content on youtube and it's like i don't i don't think people are watching me expecting like a very like like a fantano-esque or like a hive mind-esque kind of um breakdown of music like i like music but i'm not like musically inclined like i don't know how to play any instruments I don't really go, like, I don't really break down, like, like, I don't know, I'm just not super invested in music in terms of anything below how, how nice it sounds, like, the vocals and, like, the production. Like, that's, like, that, that's as far as my music knowledge, or, like, my, as far as my music, like, critique goes. Like, I'm just, like, if I don't like a song, I'm, like, eh, I don't really like the lyrics, and I didn't really like the production. I thought, you know, the production was pretty, pretty meh. And then if I like a song, I'm, like, oh, man, like, the mixing was fantastic, like, I really like this beat. I liked, you know, the lyrics were really great. Like that's that's the extent of my music critique, and I really have no intention of going beyond that. I would like to learn an instrument sometime, but I don't think that would be like like I'm not someone who's been surrounded by music. My, I, I I don't know because I've I've listened to music obviously my whole life, and I've only over the last like two two and a half years I've really like started to broaden and expand my music taste. Like I'm up, I'm up, I'm up to like 4,600 songs in my playlist because I'm just like trying to listen to multiple albums a week. But I've never just been, like, someone that, like, wants to... Cause I, I mean, it's not, like, a necessity as, like, a music fan. Because, like, with being a sports fan, it really helps to be, like... or I, I'm not saying, like, you can't, but like, it, it helps when watching sports to be, like, understanding schemes and understanding, like, how the game works and understanding, like, why that player did what you did. So, like, as, like, like as like a basketball fan, it's, it's helped me to kind of just understand how the game of basketball flows and how each team has their, their different nuances. But being a music fan, like, anybody can listen to music and generate an opinion. And, like, it, it, you, you don't need to be a music fan. You don't need to be someone that's, like, super into the ins and outs of music to enjoy music. And, like, you can enjoy basketball, but it just helps to, you know, know, you know, that extra step ahead. But with music, it's just, like, play this song. And if you, do you like it, do you not like it, boom, that's all you really need to know. I don't know if that's, like, a weird roundabout way of going about saying what I'm saying, but it's just, like... With weekend music, I'm just like, 
I wanted to go a little step uh, uh, above what I've been doing. Because, like, doing, like, a, a one-day video of me going through albums I listened to, like, four days ago, it's kind of tough because, like, my... It's not fresh on the brain. And it's not, like... I don't know, like, after listening to three other albums after that first one, it just kind of gets jambled. I'm just like, oh, you know, I liked, you know, the lyrics. I liked the production, but with the, my new way of going and an individual video for each album, it just makes it a lot easier for me to... <clears throat> go like have a little bit more critique and just actually it, it's fresh on the brain so I'm able to you know go a little deeper into my um opinions of it but I digress but yeah Weekend Music I'm hoping that this next episode is going to be the best one yet just based on the formula that I've I've aligned for it but um yeah so that's that's YouTube stuff uh, I did another tier list video I think earlier this week or late next late next week I have a few stuff planned out I would like to <clears throat> I'm gonna talk about pickup basketball in a in a few minutes, but um, uh, I was talking with one of my friends because like I, well, I'll, I'll, whatever I'll, I'll save talking about this for later. But yeah, YouTube. I want to. I'm, I'm getting more consistent with it. I have a lot of series going on. I want to do another my stuff soon, like my stuff T-shirts. I need to do another Docker reviews because so far I've only done Docker reviews for High Q and Percy Jackson and the Olympian season one, and that's like only two episodes. Uh oh, I I want to do a letterbox wrap up. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that next week. Towards the end of the month, like I want to go through, because I've been listening, I've been trying to watch a lot more movies, because like I'm someone that's like, um, I just have a really hard time watching new things, and I think it's just because I have anxiety. Like I've 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 seen that a, a million times where it's like a symptom of, of anxiety, is um, you know, you much prefer to watch things that you uh, have seen before because you know it's gonna happen. Like there's no emotional stakes in it for you. And you're not going to be, like, nervous, be like, oh, does this character die? Does this thing happen? Like, you know it's going to happen. So it's just a much more comfortable thing for someone with anxiety to watch something that they've already seen as opposed to doing new things. But I'm just like, I don't know. I need to start watching more stuff. <clears throat> My younger brother, he started doing this a few months ago, and it's like he's seen more movies than me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't let that stand. I can't let my brother be better than me at anything. Uh, my dad's seen a bunch of movies too, but he's, he's, he's older than me. That's obvious. But my younger brother, it, it, it shouldn't be allowed that he's seen more movies than me. So I need to lock in and watch more. And I've watched like 10 or so movies over the last month. So I'm excited to do that letterbox wrap up. Uh, I think that should be a fun like monthly video. Just go through the movies that I'd watched that past month and give like a brief kind of, um, or a brief just depending on how I felt on the movie. So it's like, I've, I've, I've given a few five stars, so that should probably be, you know, I'll, I'll go into those a little bit more in depth. I, I think that should just be a fun video. And I, I really like what I've been doing at the YouTube channel where I just like, I haven't, pigeonholed myself essentially because like for the first few months of the channel was all Orioles and then it was Waves Faves but then I think I talked about it on the podcast when that shift happened where it's like I want to be like I want to I, I like more things than sports I obviously love sports I want to be I want to work in sports as a career but it's like I want to do more stuff because I just think that'd be able to enhance my <clears throat> that would enhance just kind of my my channel and it'd just be more fun for me to just, you know, do a lot of these more things that I like. And my most viewed videos on the channel have been my stuff vinyl, my stuff CDs, my girl, my best friend, the short film that I did. Like, I just like having this variety of content on my channel because it's like, I, there's not a lot of stakes involved with this channel. I only have 48 subscribers. I'm not getting consistent viewership, but I'm cool with that because I'm like, I'm making this for me. Like, I'm having fun. <clears throat> Coming up with ideas for videos, recording videos, editing videos, and posting videos, and just like promoting it. And it just like it just looks cool for me to have like this 
YouTube channel that just has all these videos and you, you can be like, any, like, I feel like it, it taps into so many different interests and it's like, I feel like it, it aligns with a lot of people's, like what they watch on YouTube. So I feel like I, I, I could attract a wider audience. I need to do a better job of promoting, like subscribing to my channel. Like I want to like, maybe like post once a week, just like, Hey, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, please consider it. Like I have a wide variety of content. Like I, I need to, I'd like to get some <clears throat> more subscribers. I've been doing TikTok uploads. I've been doing Instagram stuff with my podcast. Like I've been, I've been doing a pretty solid job of promotion. It's been, just, it's just been a lot of fun. Like I just have a lot of fun creating content, but it's also like, oh, this isn't really like an issue. Like I, since I'm like relatively busy with like work, school and YouTube and like podcasting, it's like, I'm not sure how much time I'll have for, uh, doing play by play work for the college. And that's like a thing I have to think about over the next few months. Cause baseball season and lacrosse season is starting soon and they have their, their games are starting soon. So it's like, do I want to put time aside to call a game or do I want to just like film a YouTube video later that day? But I'm also just like, I'm, I, I, I've thought about, I was thinking about, talking about this earlier in the week, like I have to do an internship in the fall and I think a good internship opportunity that I could kind of look into is either writing for the college paper, like doing sports writing for like writing for the team, like doing like, you know, like writing for the soccer games, writing for the volleyball games, doing stuff like that. Like just being the sports writer or like a team writer for the colleges like magazine. I think that'd be awesome. Or I think the, like the sports director, I think she offers internships where it's like, eh, like scorekeeping and like being like, like the, the, the stat guy in the, in the booth. Cause I just feel like that'd just be like, it's like if I can, if I can get an internship that's like on campus, like on location, I think that just, that'd just be a lot better for me just in terms of my schedule and my availability. But you know, that's, that's a few months away and it's just like an email away to just ask about that. So I think that'd be a lot more fun. I do want to call at least like two or three games this spring. I would like to do a baseball game. I only did lacrosse games last summer or last, last spring, but it just sucks. Cause like all the lacrosse games, or like eleven thirty, or like they're like at like one p.m. on a Saturday, and I work until twelve thirty, so I have to like leave work early on those days, and it's just like kind of like inconveniences everything. So it's like, ugh. But I'm hoping most of the baseball games should be uh, pretty good times, like just throughout the week. So I'm hoping I'm gonna check that schedule later today and just see if there are any that I could like look ahead and be like, all right, oh, yeah. I'm call that game. But yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff that I'm doing right now. I'm just having fun. And it's not like putting too much of a strain on anything in my life. Like I'm, I'm finding time, you know, make sure everything that I that I have to do for like school is getting done, and then I'm also like, all right, YouTube time, work time, recreation time. But um, yeah, <clears throat> I just feel really good right now. Talks with walks back on a consistent schedule. Got all the videos uploaded in, in YouTube. Wave of Dockers being consistent. Got the TikTok for the YouTube channel and the podcast in full swing everything everything's flowing really nicely right now and it feels good <coughs> but yeah uh let's talk about the pickup basketball so last thursday i talked about i played with f- five other dudes played 3v3 for like two hours and i felt like i was really good, in really good form I, I was playing good defending well i was hitting my like drive to the basket floaters. I was hitting, you know, tough shots, fadeaways. I was hitting my threes, doing a really good job. And then after that, I played on Sunday with five other guys, and I was I wasn't as good. I was I was defending pretty well. I was just kind of out of it. Like these guys were really really good. They all played um, 
well, four of them played basketball like in like a, you know, like organized fashion, and the other one was just tall, and he was really shifty. Like he was like a very, like I was just calling him like Wembenyama, just because he, like he had like guard handles while being like the tallest guy on the court, and I was doing all right. Like I, I felt pretty good. They, they they thought I was doing pretty good, just based on you know, like the competition. Because like I, I like I said, I never played basketball in like a professional or not professional, but like in an organized state like it's always just like pick up basketball like I played lacrosse for 12 years played soccer for eight years like I've just been I've played other sports but after you know I graduated I was like all right it's it's basketball time and I and I've I've stuck to that and I've done a really good job of just being consistent and just get trying to get better at basketball every week but I was I was doing it right on Sunday I was hitting some shots but I was just kind of being goofy and I was kind of annoyed because we did <clears throat> the first team we did I, I was feeling pretty good I was hitting my shots I was playing good defense, and then we switched teams around, and I was doing, like, a little bit worse. <coughs> but I was still, you know, feeling pretty good with myself. And then the final, like, four games, it was me, the one friend that I knew, and then his, I think it was, like, his cousin. And his cousin, I kept calling him Pistol Pete because he had, like, Pistol Pete hair. But he was really he was really shifty. He had a fantastic layup package. And I just always knew that if I kicked the ball out to him on the break, that he would just drive to the basket and get a bucket. And honestly, that was good for us. Like, he had, like consistently like 11 of our 14 15 16 points because we were doing ones and twos to 16 every game but he was getting consistently like 12 of our points and it was cool like you know it was nice to have a player like that and like I wasn't really like mad at it but I was just kind of looking at like this is gonna sound really corny but I was looking at my development as a basketball player and being like this isn't really helping me at all and like you could kind of tell that I was kind of like frustrated with it because whenever I got the ball like whenever he like kicked it out to me because he, like, wasn't able to drive to the basket, I would just put a shot up or just try to get my own basket because it's, like, I have not been getting the ball at all. Like, obviously, like, because I don't know if that, that's probably a common thing with, like, a lot of probably, like, youth basketball. I can't imagine it's the thing in the NBA where it's, like, if you have a bucket getter and, like, you know that he's, like, good for 60% of his, his shots and, like, 60% of his drives at the basket, like, you're not going to be mad at that. But it's, like, playing, like, pickup and, like, it's 3v3. It's not 1v3. Like, you, you, you have these teammates that – can help you out and can, you know, facilitate and make it harder on the defense. But if you're, if you're just going to keep driving, like, if I get the ball, I'm going to try to get a shot up because it's like, what else am I going to get a shot up? So that was kind of annoying. But, I mean, he was cool about it. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, mad or anything. I was just, like, like after the fact, I was talking with my friend, and he was saying, like, yeah, you know, you need, you need to kind of work on, you know, shot quality and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I was just, you know, whenever I got the ball, I was kind of kind of antsy because it was, like, my only chance to really get a shot up every – like, every, like, six or seven possessions, I would get the ball in my hands because what happened is the other team would make a basket. I didn't bat it to the guy, and he'd just, he'd just go coast to coast and try to get, you know, an athletic layup down the lane. But I felt pretty good on Sunday. It, it, I, I, iron sharp or Zion, I like playing against good basketball players because it means that I can just kind of <clears throat> see how I fare against them. But yesterday, we it was me and the one guy I knew, and then there were two other guys there, actually three other guys there that I knew. So it was me. The original guy that I knew, and then one of his friends that I'd played with months ago, and I played with him before, and then that other guy from last Thursday I talked about on the podcast who was really shifty, but he wasn't really doing like a lot of stuff like, stage like he was kind of like staying stationary and just kind of like trying to get like a body fake, and I was defending him pretty well just because he wasn't super like snappy with his moves, like he was just kind of like he would keep the ball low, like he had low center of gravity and just kind of like like he was bigger than me, so he was able to body me a little bit but like I wasn't really too concerned about um like how shifty he was but it was him 
and then two other guys that I knew, and then a friend from college. That sounds like I'm like 50, but like a friend from that I met last semester at HTC. He goes to Towson now, but he was there, so that was really cool to see him. Really cool to have guys there that I knew. But we got 10 or 11 guys there, and so the first game, and this this group chat was made during the week. We spent like 14 dollars each to rent out this church, and it was like a fantastic like like big courts, you know, nice hoops, really nice hardwood. Like it was awesome. Like it was like we had the whole facility for ourselves for like two hours. It was just super cool. I've never like done anything like this. I haven't played indoor basketball in like <clears throat> a year and a half. I've been strictly, you know, concrete <clears throat> hooping at the place down my street. Down the street from me. But yeah, so we had 10, 11 guys. And throughout and during the week, he sent out the depth chart. Because this is like a practice. Like he, he's organizing these group of guys for like a men's league that's happening in June. So we're just getting together like every every week or so. And just, you know, just trying to get, you know, some runs in. So the first game... <clears throat> so he sent out the, the the depth chart of 10 guys and I was like 9 or 10 and I was set as a power forward uh, center which I thought was really funny because I'm 5'10 like I'm not an extremely tall guy I don't have I'm not like a lanky guy at all I'm like a taller I'm, I'm taller than average and I'm taller than you know some people but like being like small forward power forward center like I just thought it was really funny because like I'm you know a white dude who's just 5'10 and like has like a longer wingspan oh and also my friend was saying, like, I was, like, trying to get, like, pointers from him, like, in terms of what I was doing well, what, what I wasn't. And he was saying that I play a lot like Draymond Green, which I think is hilarious because, like, and I, I, I knew that because, like, on Sunday, oh, my God, the amount of times that I hip-checked a guy and he just fell. Or one time, like, I was just, like, I was sitting on him and just trying to, you know, smack the ball out. But I, I smacked up and I just hit him in the face. So I'm just like, yeah, that, that's pretty Draymondy. But it's just based on, like I, mean, like, like I said last week, it's just based on how I learned how to play defense with lacrosse where it's, like, sit <clears throat> sit on their good hand, let them go the other way, and then just kind of, like, you know, move your hips and just, like, you know, don't ever cross your legs. Just stay kind of shuffled with them. So I've always been pretty good at defense and basketball, but it's just funny to get the Draymond Green comp. And I was kind of feeling it yesterday with the Draymond Green. But, so, 10 guys. I was, like, 9 or 10 in the depth chart. I was like, okay, whatever, you know. I don't. I haven't played with these guys enough. He knows what he's talking about. I'm going to trust, you know. The depth chart. So the first first game was five v five with the top five and the bottom five. I'm like, is that really that? Like, is that gonna gain anything in terms of like our chemistry as a team? You're gonna play in your head the top five players versus the bottom five players, and it's like, what the hell are you doing? So it was like him. It was um. It was the guy I knew, the shifty guy from last Thursday. This new guy, uh, who I never met before. This tall ass dude. And then, who was the fifth? The fifth was some other guy. So that was the first game. And I was I was set on the tallest dude. And the tallest dude was like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like this lanky white dude. He was a Simone Wright, I think, or went to Simone Wright. I don't know. He was good. But I, I, I got set on him because I was like the tallest guy on my team. It's like, oh, of course I'm going to mark the center. And I, I was holding my own. I was doing a good job. We, we lost the first two games where it was the top five versus the bottom five. It's like, whatever. Like, that's to be expected. But I, I was playing pretty great. I was I was a lot more Draymond Greeny in these first two games. Like I was getting a lot of rebounds. Like I'm I'm someone I'm gonna try to get rebounds. I have a long wingspan. I can jump pretty high. I'm I'm, I'm a pretty fair judge at you know, uh, just like it's like the Dennis Rodman clip in Last Dance. It's just like the like it goes there, it goes here. Like you you go there, you go down there. Like I'm I'm pretty good at that whole rebounding philosophy. Like I understand how the ball bounces. I know when to jump. So I was doing good at, re- at rebounding. Um. I didn't really get that many shots up these first few games just because I was just kind of letting the game come to me. I would I would facilitate pretty well, 
And I'm someone like I, I I don't have very good stamina. Like my my stamina hits and points where it needs to. Like if I'm gonna take the ball up, I'm gonna try to drive to the basket and kick it out or go to the go to the hoop. But I I was sitting back on defense most of the time. Like is that is that even like like cherry picking on defense? Is that even a thing? I don't even know. But I was doing that most of the game just because I was like I'm tired. I'm you know trying to get lower than this tall ass dude who's backing me down and can block my shots and is tall as hell. So I was just like kind of out of it for the first few games, just like, I'm, I'm gassed. Like, I need to, like, just play defense. So I was doing good defense. I got a lot of tips. I got a lot of tips all night. I was doing great at that. I'm, I I think you could argue that I was probably the best defender there. I, I was doing my shit. I was, I was feeling great, talking well. And I, I just don't bite. Like, I just have – and I trust my teammates. Like, we – and I'll, I'll talk about the, the, the next games later. But it's like, I don't know, I was feeling good all night. Yeah, the first two games I was a lot more Draymond Greeny than I was the last, like, six or seven games we played. But I mean, it was cool. I was just kind of mad that we were doing top five versus bottom five. It's like, where's the benefit in that for either side? Like, this is the, I, I wouldn't say it's the consensus top five. It's it's the one dude's top five. Like, he's the guy who organized this. He's going to, you know, make the depth chart. Like, he's going to say, all right, these are the top five. This is the starting lineup, and these are the other five guys. So it's like, okay, so it's he who he thinks are the best five players for the team versus the other five. It's like, is there really a benefit for either side for that? But whatever. We did the first two games. We lost both. Whatever we lost like the second one like by a, a bunch, and then we did shoot for captains. Got new teams, so it ended up being me, tall ass dude, this gray shirt guy that I met for the first time, my college friend, and then um, the the guy's friend. I don't. I, I'm I'm not. I'm just gonna keep saying guy's friend, but it's two guys I knew, and then the tall ass dude, and then a guy I met just yesterday. He was really cool. So that was the the second team, and I don't think I lost another game all night and we played like six or seven more games and it was always that team for the rest of the night and then like a few guys like flipped out like since there were like 11 or 12 guys there like they we would, we would rotate a bunch but dude i was on my fucking shit the rest of the night i was i was doing it all like i was i think the first game it was either the first or second game i had six of our teams 11 points i had the game winning two i was doing it like i'm just like uh my nba comp i think I don't know if this is like it's funny to say, but it's like I think my NBA comp is Malik Monk. Like I don't know if it's funny to compare myself to you know, the sixth man on you know the seventh seed in the West, but that's just really how I feel when I'm playing. And like I'm just a Kings fan, so I'm a little bit biased. But it's like Malik Monk is someone you know he's a ball of energy off the bench. He can get his own shot. He's you know he can drive to the basket and slam it. You know do like an athletic layup. He can dribble on you and shoot. He can catch and shoot. He's like he's just a really he's just a ball of energy. And that's just kind of like, especially like my friends of, like when we play soccer, when we play basketball, it's like this guy, you know, he's like a gnat. He's always moving around. And that's just how I feel. Like I feel like I'm very Malik Monkey. I'm just, I'm a very, just like energetic, like get my own shot. Like, like I, can, I can do it all on offense. Like I feel like that. And man, all night, like the best feeling in the world is when dudes are just like, you're getting buckets. Like you're a bucket. And I was getting that all night. And I was just like, I, I, it's just such a surreal feeling. It just feels so good. Like I'm just like, yeah. I am a bucket. Let's fucking go. Let's do this shit. But like I was, I was doing it. Had six points first game. I was hitting my threes. And like when when I first got there, since I hadn't played an indoor in a while, and I was so used to the hoop down the street for me, it's just like like I had to get used to the height of it. You know, I had to get used to you know, put a little bit more arc into it. The ball felt different because like I'm so used to my ball that has no grip at all because I've been using it on concrete for two years. And it's like I was getting used to it. But I was like, that's what the first two games were for. Just getting a feel for everything on the court but then game two I was locked in I was doing my shit and I think for the rest of the games I had at least like three or four points each game like I was just 
I was doing everything. And I was a bit of a turnover machine, and I want to work on that next time. Like, I had a hard time, like, when I just saw a lane, I would take it and just try to, you know, dribble my, 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 my way out of it. And it worked sometimes, but other times I would just lose the ball. Uh, I was doing a lot of, like, overhead, like, Kevin Love passes, like, to just push transition. But those were just a little, I put a little bit too much mustard on them or, like, it bounced wrong. Like, I was doing a little too much, like, trying to keep it quick and just get the ball over there quick. And it worked sometimes. Like, I had pretty good vision on a few times. Like, swung the ball, uh, got to the corner guy, hit a three. Like, I was, I was doing pretty good. I, I had a few good passes, but for most of the time, I was just, like, I was putting a little bit too much much mustard on and just kind of messing up uh, what could have been a, a good fast break. But, dude, my I, I just felt, like, my bag was, I, it just felt so deep. My favorite play that I did all night was either just me like going down the like down, going down the court and hitting like a I don't know if it was it, there's no way I don't think it was thirty feet threes but whatever but it was like I was like two feet out from the line just like pull up just like coming down and just like hitting it that felt awesome but also I did this a few times I would take the ball up from the guy who embedded it and then I would just like see that they weren't really picking me up too soon so I would like push hard to the center, dribble to the left, and then just do like a one-legged fadeaway, and I hit that a few times, and I was like, damn, I'm on my shit right now. And I was really good at I think the thing that I did best all night, besides like my defense, was getting down low, boxing out uh, my defender, and then just trying to get like a rebound and going up again for a layup. Like I had like maybe six or seven of those baskets where it's like one of my dudes missed. I was able to out-rebound the guy defending me, and then just going back up for an easy uh, put back so those and those points are always valuable like I always, I always value those points the most um but yeah I just felt I just felt so good all night it was, it was just awesome like and, and they, they, they were all super cool about it I don't know why, I don't know why I'd say I did the bad thing but they're all super cool like they're all really nice guys where everybody's working as a team really well a lot of good communication and I felt our team had a lot better communication than the other team and that just kind of might, might have contributed to why we did so well and for the first few games, we did a zone defense, which I was like, oh, I'm back in my element, you know. High school lacrosse, I remember, you know, practicing like a like a 3-3 zone, practicing, you know, 44, as we call it, like practicing diamond, just like all of these zone defenses. So I was in my element. We were just doing really good. And then we switched to man for the last three, and I was picking up their best player, and I was just doing my shit. But the, the best feeling ever. So we had this other guy, these two dudes pulled up, and then we had them flipping up. And it was just this, uh, this big dude who I never met before. And, man, he was like, you're like building a lab to be good at basketball. Like he was doing everything well, but it's just the best feeling. It's like just like having your teammates behind you. And he was doing this the most where it's just like, you're good. You're good. You know, just keep sitting, keep sitting. Like I got your help right here. Like it's just like having that constant communication on defense. It's just so, so beneficial. And we were, we, there was just so much chemistry with our team. It just felt, it was just so, so much fun. Like it's, it's, it's just fun to, you know, hit your shots and then, you know, get, you know, your teammates being like, yeah, yeah, good shot, good shot. And just like, I was doing the same thing. Just like, we just felt like it was just a big, you know, Big happy basketball family. Like we were just doing our shit. It felt awesome, and it's just like I don't know, like hitting a three and then having your team be like, "Let's fucking go," or just like getting like a tap on the chest, and it's like you know when you miss a shot, you know like miscommunication. Like there's no like yelling or anything. It's just like, hey, we'll get that. We'll get it next time. Like it just felt like, like the chemistry is already so thick with this team. It just feels, I don't know. It it, it feels awesome. Like I'm one of the reasons I miss lacrosse so much. It's just because I just miss that like team chemistry I just miss you know the camaraderie of being part of a team but I mean you know if we can stick you know these group of 10 you know together and you know consistently get out there and hoop I think the chemistry can be through the roof and like these dudes I'm just I'm ready to call these guys my brothers like I was just having so much fun 
hooping with them and it's just i don't know it's just such an encouraging feeling like being like hey you're good you're good hey you know next time you know you know miscommunication there like we had a few times where like one of them it was the big dude uh he was taking it down the court i'm gonna call him i'm gonna call him rj so it was rj he was taking it he was like this big big black dude uh he's awesome super nice guy and he was taking it down he, he was he, and he was fast dude like and, and like he would he would give it to me most of the time to take it down but he we got like i think a steal on transition so he was taking it down and we had like a bit of a miscommunication like i was backing down my guy because i was i was looking for him to hit a floater or just drive to the lane i was looking for the rebound but he tried putting it up for me and it was just a little bit too high but it was, it was like there was no like hey man what the hell are you doing it was like hey you know hey next time we'll get it you know you know i was i was thinking you're going up for it he was trying to you know get me you know get it overhead bounce it up and go for the layup but i mean it just feels awesome to just have that just like there was just so much chemistry just in one night of playing basketball for two hours. Like, it's just like, isn't that like an amazing thing? Like, it's just such like a cool feeling. Like, I, I, I love that. And that's just kind of like a thing with like a lot of male relationships that there's that whole stereotype where it's like dudes can talk for like two hours and not learn each other's names. And I was being good about getting people's names yesterday, but it's like, I've definitely, like, I think with my ex-girlfriend, I went to a grad party for one of her friends. I was talking to these dudes for like two hours there. I didn't learn their names once. Like we were talking about Pokemon, like anime and stuff that we liked, but I didn't know what their names were. And it's just, I don't know. It's just that male camaraderie is just such like a beautiful thing because like you don't really need to know anything besides like, oh, you like what I like? All right, cool. We can talk about this forever. I did learn all their names. We're getting the names in the group chat, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just such like a fun, I just had so much fun. Like basketball has been some of the most fun I've had. Like since I've started one, since I've started to we try to be good at really really good at basketball I've just had some of the most fun I've ever had and it's just rewarding to see all the times that I've you know I've gone out to you know the court down the street for me going out to the hoop in front of my house it's taking the time to you know try to be good at basketball just seeing it pay off and just having you know those teammates being like yo good shot let's fucking go David like I just felt I felt so good I was hitting my threes like they were trusting me like the the probably like one of the best feelings all 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 last night was you know, we get like a settled possession. Uh, you know, we'd swing it out. You know, we get a get a miss. They get a rebound. Swing it out to me. I I take a shot. I'd miss it, and then you know I'd rotate around a little bit. They get the rebound. Get it to me. I, I'd miss it again. But then you know I I go back up. You know, find my spot. You know, let let myself settle and then hit the three. It's like let's fucking go. Like you trust me enough, and you've seen you know that when I do hit my shots, I'm I'm on it, and you trust me enough to you know get the ball back to me and let me let me go up again. Like that's just like we we just feel like so much of a team already. And I'm sure this is just how it works with all basketball, but it's just that was like the like last night was the most probably the most amount of fun I've had playing basketball, and it just felt the most like I don't know. It was just I just had so much fun. And the defensive side of the ball, I was I was doing my thing. I wasn't biting. I had a lot of tip passes. I had a few. Like I think I had one possession where it's like I had a tip. I had a tip ball. Go to one of my teammates. We like slowed it down. Got it to me, and I hit a three. It's like, dude, three and D guy. Let's fucking go. I think like I I always like I always like doing like a scouting report for, my, for myself, but if I had to give like a scouting report for myself right now, I'd probably say combo guard. Like in terms of like baseline, because like I'm, I'm gonna be playing a lot of like small forward, power forward with this team just because of like I'm taller than some of these some of these guys just because you know we're not a basketball team where guys are like playing basketball, so it's you know the height isn't we're not we don't have a surplus of height, so it's like I'll be small forward, power forward for this, but I think of just like baseline. I'm like combo guard, um, good defender. Uh, I have a really good floater. I can drive to the basket. I can get my own shot. Good catch and shoot. Uh, I, I just felt like I was doing it all last night. I just felt, I felt really good. And it's, it's just such like a, it makes it, it makes it 
so much better when you just have dudes being like, hey, like I was like, hey, like, you know, good playing with you. It's like, you, dude, you're a bucket. Like you were getting buckets. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like it just feels great to like have. And like I haven't, I, I'm not like, you know, going out there every night, going out to like the courts by my house every night and like going until, you know, my body's breaking. But I am playing for, like I, I, I am going like two to three times a week playing basketball. It just feels good to, you know, have all my work pay off and just be like, like see these guys being like, you know, you're a bucket. Like you were doing your shit. Like it just feels so good. I kind of wish I did this for lacrosse where it's like take that extra, you know, hour out of my week to, you know, try to get better at lacrosse. But it's like I'm glad that I'm having this kind of retribution with my athletic ability where it's like, all right, you are athletic enough to, you know, be good at a, another sport. And it's just it's just so cool. It's, it's, it's just such a awesome feeling. I'm so happy right now. Just like I don't know if this is like a like a crass thing or like a absurd thing to say. But of all of my character traits and everything that I am good at and, like, just anything about me, I think being good at basketball is my favorite thing about myself and being, like, I don't know. I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world. Like, I wouldn't trade being good at basketball for anything, any other trait. Like, I, I, I just wouldn't. I, 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 I wouldn't. I don't know. Because I think just being good at basketball is just, is just awesome. I've said this a million times to my friends where it's like, being able to consistently hit a three-pointer is, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, hitting a three in basketball is just, it's the most, it's just, like, a, a shot of dopamine. Like, it's just, like, so much elation. Like, it just feels amazing. And it's, like, that's what I love about basketball so much. It's, like, it, 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 it's, obviously, it's a team sport, but it's just that, it's just about those pockets of individual, like, <clears throat> bliss that you get. Like, every time I was hitting a three, I was just, like, let's go. Like, I was, like, skipping back on defense. Like, I was, like, just, like, hitting the hand celebration. Like, I just felt... Like, it, it, I don't know. It's just such a – and, like, you know, when you hit a shot and then the guy defending you is like, no way. Like, I, I had that a bunch where I was just, like, I had – and I'm really good at hitting tough shots where, where I had, like, no space. I will just, like, spin around, you know, fl put a floater up or just, like, kind of have, like, a one-handed, you know, off the dribble just shot up there. Like, and then, like, your defender's like, no way. Like, that's, like – like, that's, like, like a like a heroin shot in my arm. It's like, dude, let's go. Like, I just – I. I <laughs> It's just the best. Like being good, being good at basketball, is the best thing ever. And I, I, I literally wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Like it's just, it's the best. And I just have so much fun playing basketball. <clears throat> it really is probably my favorite sport. It's just awesome. Like I don't know. It's just, it's just the best. It's, it's just the best. I love basketball so much. I'm so excited to play it, forever and ever. It's, it's, it's awesome. But I am, I am so sore. I am like I we I went up for a rebound and I landed on my like my calf wrong and I just like I, 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 I had like a Charlie horse for like ten minutes, had to like stretch it out. My calves are like still like super like tight right now. But it's just ah it's I, I just had so much fun last night. It was awesome. But uh what next? What next? Maybe I'll do uh I'll do Poke Doku right now. And there's a new thing I found out. There's Poke Grid. And Poke Grid's a little tougher because it does like TMs and shit. Let's do the Poke Doku. And we'll see how I do today. So, Pokadoku, Friday, February 23rd. Oh, damn. This is by Pokemon Brain Rot on Twitter. So, up top, Johto Hoenn fighting Monotype Poison Middle Evolution on the left side. So, a Johto Monotype that I think would be low is probably, let me think here. It's tough because I always think of, like, the gym leaders and go through them. But it's like all the gym leaders use Kanto Mon, so it's like that's not really helpful. I'm going to go Flaffy. Play Flaffy is gonna be pretty low. Two point three percent. Okay, a Hoenn monotype. I'm gonna go Snow Runt. That's my favorite Hoenn monotype. Snow Runt. 
0.7%. Awesome. Uh, fighting monotype. Ooh. Let me go girder. 2.6. All right. A Johto poison type. I guess quillfish. Is that the best one? I guess we'll see. 22. Dang it. Hoenn poison type. Let's go dust tox. 27. Dang it. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing. Poison fighting type. Uh, I guess crow gunk. 24. Dang, that's a really bad middle row. Johto middle evolution. Let's go with um, Johto. Let's go skip loom. 9.1. Ho in middle evolution. Let's us go. Let's us go. Let's go. Um, let's go. Cascoon. Six point one, a fighting middle evolution. Let's go pig knight. That that should be low, right? Four point three. Okay, I got uh, a one, one oh two, one oh one hundred unique score. The most unique is fifty three. Let's see what the least common was. Ursaring. Okay, Dusclaw, Surfetch, Spinarak, Roselia. Sneasel Hisui. Oh yeah, so the the lowest Jodo middle of, uh the lowest Jodo poison type was Spinarak. So it's only like well it's only point one percent lower than Quillfish. Roselia for Hoenn, I did Dust Talk, so yeah, Roselia's only twelve point nine. Sneasel Hisui. Yeah, that's I always get that that Sneasel and Sneasel are poison fighting. Uh Porygon two, Jodo Middle Evolution, yeah, that's lower. Dusclops, Hoenn, Middle Evolution. Oh yeah, that is a middle evolution now. And then Pal Palmo. The most forgettable Pokemon ever. And then the most common was Chikorita, Trico, Tyro, Crobat. Okay, so Dustox was the highest uh, Hoenn uh, poison types. That sucks. And Toxicroak was the highest. So I was all right. I'll take that. I'll take a, I'll take a 100 score. I did, I did all right. Let's do PokeGrid. So the cool thing about PokeGrid is they do, they do the same thing that HoopsGrid does, like the basketball one, where it shows you like the rarity of how many people chose it. And one time I did like a Cacturn, and like nobody had chosen it before. So top row, Handler and Bubble Beam, Psychic, 100 pounds or heavier, and then Water, Dual Type, Gen 1. First seen in Gen 1 is the bottom one. So a Water type that can learn Bubble Beam uh, is like every Water type ever. Uh, let's think here. Let me think of like a niche one enough. I'm going to go Ducklet. That's my guy. Ducklet. Nice. Legendary. 0.8% selected. Water, Psychic. I'm going to go Bruxish. 16%. Okay. That's not that good. I have 100 pounds or heavier water type. I was thinking Werelord initially. Kyogre probably works. Volcanian probably works. Uh, what are some other big water types? Whalemer probably works as well. Um, I feel like Samurai would probably work. A lot, of, a lot of water types work. Water types are heavy. I can't imagine Polybrath or Politoed work. Suicune probably works. I'm going to go Walking Wake. Walking Wake is definitely 100 pounds. He's got to be. Nice, 1%. Nailed it. A dual type that's 100 pounds or heavier. Okay. I feel like Relicanth is probably 100 pounds or heavier. No. I'm gonna, uh, they give you one undo, so I'm going to use that undo on Relicanth because I'm, I'm smart. A dual type that can learn Bubble Beam. So let's think dual type. I, mean, I could just do Swana. 0.8%. No, no, no. Nailed it. First scene in Gen 1 that can learn Bubble Beam. I'm going to go Poliwhirl. 57 possible answers is crazy. Uh, I'm going to go Shelter. Nice, 2%. Uh, Psychic type that's first seen in Gen 1. 
only four, wow, 14 possible answers. I'd say, yeah, the, the cadaver line is three. Mewtwo and Mew is five. Um, Jinx, Slowbro at seven. Um, there's seven other psychic types in Gen 1. Well, Starmie, that's eight. Um, Drowsy and Hypno, that's nine. Or no, that's ten. Um, Mr. Mime, eleven. Uh, well, whatever. You know, I'm gonna go Mr. Mime. No, I'm gonna go Jinx. Ten percent, okay. Uh, Psychic Dual Type. This could be any any Pokemon ever. Yeah, there's 87 possible answers. A Psychic Dual Type. Let's think here. I'm gonna go Orbeetle. That's my guy. I love Orbeetle. I could go Orbeetle Gigantamax. Yeah, one percent. Uh, Orbeetle is such a cool Pokemon. Dual type, 100 pounds or heavier. This could also be any freaking Pokemon ever. So yeah, Relicat doesn't work. Let's get some other dual types that I like. Uh, Magnezone probably works, right? There's no way this guy's this guy's a big hunk of metal. Yeah, 0.4%. Legendary. Nailed it. And then 100 pounds or heavier, first scene in general. I'm going to do Snorlax. Because Snorlax is my favorite Pokemon. Okay, 42.3. The leaderboard. 17.2. Okay, let's see what the lowest was. Kabutops, Bubble Beam Water. Yeah, Slowpoke, Psychic Water. Veluza, 100 pounds or heavier, water. water. Uh, Wigglytuff, can learn Bubble Beam. Wow, that's actually pretty interesting. Articuno, first unit Gen 1, can learn Bubble Beam. Executor, Gen 1 Psychic. Necrozma Dawn, dual type Psychic. Yeah, that's a fake Pokemon. Starmie, Gen 1, 100 pounds or heavier. That's, uh, that's actually really surprising. And then a dual type Pyroar, Gen, or 100 pounds or heavier, dual type. Let's do Hoops Grid. Hoops Grid. Okay. Ooh, okay. So NBA Player of the Week. Played for exactly one franchise. 10 points Ten points a season. And then 500 personal fouls career. 5 assists per game for a season. Played in the 2000s. So NBA Player of the Week. I'm going to go like Tracy McGrady. Right? Yeah. 0.83. Nailed it. 5 assists per game and an NBA Player of the Week. Has De'Aaron Fox averaged 5 assists per game in a season? He probably has. That's my guy, Darren Fox. Yeah, point five nine. Nailed it. Five hundred personal fouls career and the NBA Player of the Week. That's a lot of personal fouls. I'm gonna go. Ah, I'm trying to think how many how many fouls is that like per season? You think like Jaron Jackson Jr. has been Player of the Week? There's no way. Yeah, no. Five hundred personal fouls and the NBA Player of the Week. I'm trying to think of all like the big, like hacking players. I mean. Uh, there's no way Draymond Green's been player of the week. I can't imagine what. I mean, you think Clay Thompson? He probably has. He he's, he fouls a lot. Yeah, point four six. Look at that. Played for exactly one franchise and five hundred personal fouls. I mean, I feel like Draymond Green's probably the obvious answer there, and he's probably a lot. Yeah, he's five point two eight. Jaron Jackson Jr. is probably up there. Yeah, point six two. I'm gonna have a perfect perfect score here. I'm I'm at two point five zero, and I have four things filled out. Five assists per game for a season. Played for exactly one franchise. So let me think. Let me think of those younger guys that have played a full season. Like, you think Jaden Ivey has averaged five assists per season? Okay, 1.72. I want to get a lower than that. I'm going to go. There's no way Davion Mitchell has averaged five assists per game for a season. Yeah, no, he hasn't. So, Jaden Ivey is 1.72. I want to get lower than that. Let's see here. Exactly. One, I need to go younger guys. Played for exactly one franchise, five assists per game for a season. You think Jalen Green? No, he's a, he's a scorer. There's no way he's ever tried assists. Yeah. Ah, I, I, I want to keep trying this. Five assists per game for a season, played for exactly one franchise. Let's go with 
I think Jamal Murray's higher than that. Yeah, he is. Dang it. You think that... Huh. Anthony Simons? No, he's a hooper. He's not going to have assists. Yeah. Um, Shoot. I need to get this. Exactly one franchise. Devin Booker, maybe? Nah. Come on. Is Jaden Ivey really the best one? <laughs> There's no way that's true. Devin Vassell? No. <sighs> that's going to make me mad. Exactly one franchise. Five assists per game for a season. It's tough to find exactly one franchise guy that's super young or, you know, players like Steph, Jokic, Jason Tatum. Played for exactly one franchise. Cam, no, Cam Thomas, there's no way he has five assists. He's he's a hooper. Uh, dang it. This is making me really annoyed. I mean, Trey Young's probably an obvious answer. He's probably really high. Yeah, he's the highest. I'm going to go back to Jaden Ivey and come back to this. So yeah, 1.72. Played in the 2000s and played for exactly one franchise. That's tough. You could go Dirk. You could go... Did Darko only play for the Pistons and then retire? No, he played for nine years. There's no way he was just for the Pistons. Uh, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fill in Dirk just because that's easy. Yeah, 6.26. That's too high. Because I, I, I'm not well too well-versed in the 2000s basketball. 10 points per game in a season and 500 personal fouls in a career. I'm going to put Jamon Green in there just because it's probably obvious. I'm going to put Ben Wallace in there. That's also pretty good. He has an average 10 points per game in a season. Oh, yeah, he was, he was more of a defender, whatever. All right, Draymond's 2.72. We'll leave that. 10 points per game in a season and 5 plus assists per game for a season, so that's like any player ever. We got like Steve Nash, I guess. Yeah, 0.72. I like how this is his coach picture. And then played in the 2000s on a 10-point-per-game season. I'm going to go Drew Holiday. Nice, 0.22. All right. Can I get like... Okay, played for exactly one franchise and played in the 2000s. There's no one... Uh, I mean, Steph. No, I can't even do it. Okay, my score is better than 18.68. That's not that good. What's the leaderboard here? Popular? No, just give me the... Whatever. Uh, that's Hoops Grids. Should I do one more? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, do connections, and then we can wrap this episode up. I'm going to play connections in a few weeks. Okay, Forest Parade, Erotic Skeleton, Train, Hedgehog, Olive, Book, Mint, Democratic, Cactus, Fleet, Noble, Caravan, Sad, Lime. And none of these are coming out to me right now. Uh, Mint, Olive, Cactus, Lime. Nope. I'm one away. I'm not doing connections. Fuck that. All right. That's enough. That's enough for this episode. Talked about school. Talked about YouTube. Talked about basketball. Talked about mainly just basketball. That's a good episode. That's going to wrap up episode 15 of Talks with Walks. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll catch you guys next week. We're, we're still looking for a guest, but you know what? It can, just, it can be just me. Who cares? See you guys next week.